back to another episode of Womanhood in the Rough. So actually while I'm filming these like beginning and ending sections um, before and after the interview, <laughs> I'm sick so I apologize. But the actual interview, I was not sick so my voice is a little clearer. So I think after having my second son, I really had a heart for just kind of the way our culture has approached birth and leading up to birth and you know I feel like we've been told as women for so long in the American culture that birth is you know something that we should fear that we can't do without drugs um, or like having a home birth or a natural birth is unsafe there's so many risks involved and that's simply not true and that is you know something mainstream has told us and lied to us about and so I feel so passionately about this and I think especially after having my second and just feeling you know so empowered after having him like naturally that I like want to like go into all the world and like educate women and like help them see that like their body was designed to do this and God designed them perfectly and their bodies know exactly what to do which I think is so amazing so I love having people on my podcast that you know talk about things like this are more holistic or you know natural in this way of thinking and so a few weeks ago I had on my doula and that was an absolute blast And so today I actually have a yoga instructor on here and we talk about, you know, what does it look like leading up to birth and how we're strengthening our bodies and kind of how our culture approaches giving birth. So I hope you guys enjoy. Okay. All right. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, your family, your kids. Hey, hi, I'm Amy Bazal. I'm with Amy Bazal Wellness, and I am married to my amazing, super supportive, <laughs> has been there through all of it, um, husband, who we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary together um, after being engaged after five months, and now we have three kids, and uh, my oldest is eight. His name is Drake. My middle girl, my only girl, is... Um, six and then my youngest Leon is three so they keep me super busy I stay home with them the whole time (laughs) yes okay I would love to hear about like what you do uh and why you got into the things that you do um so yeah I think it's a great story I am a prenatal, postnatal, and kid yoga instructor. And I always have been drawn to yoga. It's just always been something that has been a part of me. And um, I kind of lost track of it, you know, after moving out of the parents' house and uh, finding out my own two feet and everything. But um, I met my husband, I got pregnant, I had my first son and the pregnancy and I go into the birthing space and it's just like, I was so unprepared. I didn't know how to respond to the contractions. I felt completely lost and I really left all of my birthing experience in the hands of the doctors and the nurses who were helping me, which you would hope that you could um, rely on them, but 
looking back now, um, I know so much more and I would have done things a lot differently. So my second pregnancy, I decided I'm going to do something different. I'm going to try to prepare my mind and body a little bit better. And I've always loved yoga. I'm going to go to prenatal yoga. So I drove 30 minutes away every week, once a week to go to prenatal yoga. And it literally changed my life. It changed pregnancy. It changed the the birth of my daughter was like night and day. <laughs> yes. So I knew, I knew then like, this is something I want to pay forward. This is for sure what I'm going to end up doing. Um, so I decided I was going to become a yoga teacher really focusing on prenatal yoga and I signed up I found my teacher and then I found out I was pregnant with my third so I went through my whole teacher training pregnant with my third had my baby and then I graduated and his I was going (laughs) I was going um to a Webster certified chiropractor this entire time as well as doing my prenatal yoga but I basically made it to the hospital and had him within like 10 minutes so (laughs) yeah (laughs) So uh, how long after you had your daughter uh, did you start, like, doing classes and stuff online, uh, like, for other people? So I actually didn't start until after my third child, who I had in 2019, and I was just, like, a fresh yoga instructor, and then the pandemic hit. So Mm. I had to really shift gears and go to basically all virtual classes right away. And it's been a growing um, experience and it's been a blessing at the same time because I've been able to help so many people all throughout the, the, the United States. And I was even had a student from Costa Rica and Australia. So it's just really cool to be able to help such a wide range of people. No, for sure. So if a woman is, you know, already pregnant, is it too late for her to start preparing for birth? Absolutely not. I mean, I typically see people start in the second trimester, typically because the first trimester you're so, so tired or you're dealing with nausea. So you have no desire to go to a prenatal yoga class. So a lot of times I see my students start in the second trimester, but on my social media, I always see people in the third trimester, like, is it too late? I am 30 weeks. I'm 36 weeks. I'm like, it is never too late to use these tools to prepare your mind and body for birth. Yeah, no, that that was definitely me. I think with my second, I was more later second trimester because I was like, I want to do better for my body. Yeah. Okay, so do you think that our culture has taught women to fear birth? I mean, absolutely. I think that it comes down to like a disconnection to ourself and the culture has definitely encouraged that as well. But um, there are 300,000 women a day or birthing people a day birth the same day that you give birth and that's every single day so there's thousands and thousands of people that birth before you and thousands and thousands of people that are going to birth after after you and your body was literally built to birth a baby it's not something you have to learn you don't have to learn how to push your baby out your body knows how to do it like it knows how to cough and sneeze but Mm -hmm. it's it's beginning to like trust that your body knows how to do that and uh, there's a lot of distrust in our society so yeah I definitely think it's not encouraged yeah so a lot of women that I talk to say that they can't give birth naturally because they don't deal with pain well do you think that plays a factor um, or plays a part into giving birth naturally I mean, I think mindset is everything. I share affirmations every single day on my social media and 
Um, it's something that we use all the time in prenatal class. If you're already telling yourself, like, I can't do this, then more than likely you're going to have to end up with some intervention. Mm -hmm. But if you use those affirmations and you allow your mindset to believe, if you speak it, you hear it, you believe it. So mindset is everything when it comes to birth. (laughs) Yeah. So on that, how important is a birth uh, partner or doula in the process? I think, I mean, you are, when you are in your birthing space, you are in a different world. You are in a trance, you're in that primal connection where you really have no idea what's going on around you. And a lot of times if if there are issues happening, um, you don't know about it because I feel like hospitals are really good about not alerting anybody that there are, there is something going on. You might notice that there's a few more nurses in the room, but those people that are there to support you through your birth that already know what you, what you want, what to expect so that when it comes down to that time and maybe you have to make like a split decision, then they can inform you and they can talk to you in a way that you might be able to understand it um, and help you speak those words that you already want to be spoken because they know where you're coming from and doulas I mean they know they know exactly what they're talking about they probably already experienced Mm -hmm. what you're dealing with yeah so they can come from a place of knowledge you know yeah no I definitely agree I think you know having I always tell people get a doula not just for the mom but also for like the husband and birth partner Because, like, they don't know what you're going through and they don't necessarily know how to help in that process. Right. I actually hosted a couple, a few couple workshops where we were preparing the partner to um, support in birth. And a lot of it was like doing these, uh, like, tasks together so that they could understand what the other person is going through. And then maybe getting some tools to, like, a lot of times you just don't know what to say, right? Like, you don't know how, like, just breathe is not a good affirmation for birth. (laughs) (laughs) So hearing what your partner is going to want to hear in those moments of distress or where you feel like you can't go on anymore is very helpful. (laughs) Yeah. So how important is like strengthening our bodies before we're pregnant, uh, during pregnancy, like leading up to birth? I think that, um, I mean, to have a healthy body to get pregnant is ideal, obviously. But when you become pregnant, even if you've never done physical activity before, prenatal yoga is good for anybody. If you even never done any yoga before, it's great because it's such a like very slow eases you into movement. Um, but it also helps you build like a strong mindset and it helps you build, um, strength within the body because birth is not like a quick two hour thing. I mean, it's like a marathon. So your body needs endurance. It needs strength to be able to carry you through. And I mean, movement is so important when it comes to birthing a baby, it can really make a difference for you for pain wise and for getting that baby to move into the birthing canal. So being able to get your get up and be able to do squats with assistance or with a partner or with a squat bar, like you're going to want to be able to do these things so that birth is maybe the way that you envision it to be. Yeah, it's funny because I had talked uh, talk to my friend right before I gave birth. I was like, yeah, I do yoga. And she was like, oh, that's not much. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's something. <laughs> no, we work. We work 
lower body endurance, like yeah. almost every time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, should women wait between uh, kids, like, you know, a certain period of time um, just to like heal their body? I mean, I think ideally it would be uh, great if you could wait at least a year. And that's at the minimum because I've had three kids and I feel like each year, each time I've had a kid, it's been harder for my core um, mind core connection to build for my pelvic floor to become healed so I mean if you can ideally wait as long as you can between um getting pregnant again that's best but life happens and I totally get it uh but yeah I think it's super beneficial if you can take the time to let your body completely heal and rebuild that connection to your whole um body before getting pregnant again because you do lose that core you lose that center you lose balance and things like that so it takes time for that to come back yeah so what about uh, postnatal, like after a woman gives birth, how should she approach exercise and that whole subject? Yeah, I think that there's so there's a few things that I recommend my students do, like almost immediately after having the baby, and that's proper breath work, and that's just being able to learn how to breathe with your diaphragm, or doing TDAs, transverse abdominal breathings, where you're really engaging your whatever core is left, um, but you're really building that connection to your core and your pelvic floor, and you're beginning to heal it with proper breath work, and it's such a small thing, but it can make a big impact, as well as pelvic tucks. Those are things that you can do, um, you know, within a few weeks. It depends on the person, obviously, how your birth went and what your recovery looks like, um, but pelvic tucks can be done laying down or standing up. But as far as, like, physical, like, getting out there, getting running, getting um, weight training again, it might take like even six months for your lower hips and your um, whole, you still have relaxing in your body after you have a baby. Yeah. It doesn't just disappear. It takes time for that to get out of your system. And if you're nursing, then you're going to have even more of those hormones that are going to take you a little bit longer to heal. So you just have to keep that in mind and just really listen to your body. And if your hips feel loose, then just focus on upper body that day or something like that. Um, but there's no rush because a lot the quicker you go into physical activity after having a baby, the longer it is going to take. It's going to delay your healing. If you're mm-hmm. not ready, if you're pushing too far too fast, it's going to take longer for you to heal. Yeah. How important is, I mean, this is kind of subjective, but I know you had said you were going to a chiropractor. Um, do you think that's important like during and after pregnancy? Oh my gosh, I'm such a supporter of chiropractor care, chiropractic care. Um, find a Webster certified chiropractor if you're pregnant because then they know how to deal, do yeah. um, pregnancy adjustments. And they're also aligning you. If you can get your body in alignment, because if you have a hip that's off, if you have a hip that's up or down, yeah. more than likely you're going to have a little bit of issues with your birth or things might be a little bit harder for you. But if your body's in alignment, that baby could just shoot out. Yes. <laughs> and then post postpartum actually I think is super important because um even if you had like issues prior to your pregnancy like I mentioned you still have relaxin in your body so if you do postpartum uh adjustments and honestly you could even go within a week of being postpartum um depending on how you feel and everything you can heal those those issues from before by doing adjustments postpartum before the relaxin gets out of your body so there's just honestly it's amazing and you're so hunched over and yeah. rounded with nur- if you're nursing or ba- baby bottle feeding the baby yeah chiropractic care is just it's a little bit of thing that you can give yourself as 
you know, like a reward or a self-care thing, but it just really makes a big difference. Yeah. So a lot of moms ask me about um, pelvic floor and getting that looked at. What do you recommend for that? Every single one of my prenatal students, I recommend to see a pelvic floor specialist. And that doesn't matter what their pregnancy looked like, what their birth looked like, if they had a cesarean birth, if they have a vaginal birth. You should definitely see a pelvic floor specialist because there's so many dysfunctions that are out there and you don't even know that you're dealing with them. You could have a tight pelvic floor and a loose pelvic floor. Um, So getting that assessment after you're healed, um, after your six-week appointment, just making sure that the doctor checks and say, yes, you're healing properly. Um, You can get a pelvic floor referral from your doctor or you can go to some pelvic floor specialists without referral. So you can just call them up and even do a virtual visit if you don't feel comfortable. But just getting a baseline of like, hey, this is where I'm at and this is what I want to work at. Because a lot of times these issues don't show up until menopause when those hormones shift Mm -hmm. again. So you're fine and you don't have any issues and then menopause hits and all of a sudden you have incontinence. Um, So yeah, like let's get it taken care of before that happens, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, so my last question is where can people find you, you know, if they're interested in taking your yoga classes and learning more? Yeah, I actually forgot to talk about all the things that they did. <laughs> that is okay. um, so <laughs> I have so much. Um, so I, you can find everything that's updated on my website, amybuzalwellness.com. I teach virtual classes. I teach a prenatal class once a week and a postnatal class once a week. And then I'm in a studio downtown Anoka um, in Minnesota. But I, I realized that not a lot of people are able to attend my live virtual classes and they're absolutely amazing. You get everything out of them. And a lot of times we'll stay like after the classes and build that community within the, the students that we have. But um, I also record classes for a app called Pilates Body On Demand. And you can check out, I upload three new classes a month. And then my friend who owns the app, she does Pilates classes that are prenatal and postnatal. And you can get access to them all for 30 days by using my code ABWYOGA. So you can have all those uh, workouts, check them out, see if you like them. And then if you don't, you just cancel. Otherwise, you keep going. And then I also (laughs) teach kid yoga, which is kind of random. So that can just be found (laughs) on my website as well. And my YouTube or my social media <laughs> platforms. So just find me everywhere. <laughs> uh, and I'll link everything in the show notes so people can yes. you know, find you a little easier. Um, Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for um, doing this again. <laughs> yes, no problem. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a wonderful day. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye. bye. I have such a blast making these episodes for you guys and interviewing different women in different stages of life. So what you can do to help me out is leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and also share this with your friends and family. This is Elise Feathers and I'll see you next time on Womanhood in the Rough. Actually, what's funny is leading up to Zion's birth, I did a lot of prenatal yoga and you know it's funny because I would tell my friends I'd be like oh yeah I'm just doing yoga and they'd be like that's not very active be like no it actually is like really hard (laughs) and it actually prepared me a ton I mean alongside the yoga of course I was doing like other things like Zumba but yeah I did yoga and it really helped and I think you know that is just one of the things that I did to prepare for my birth and of course you know having different women talk about things 
in the birth world, they're not to pressure anyone or to shame any woman if they had a different experience or if they did not do these things. I just want all the women who are listening to know that, you know, your birth story, however it happened, is valid and, you know, even if you didn't get that natural birth or you had a cesarean, like, you are still amazing and I'm just here to provide the information and you can do whatever you want with it.